0: Counselor Accents Podcast: Two school counselors who love their jobs. Oh, and they happen to have southern accents too. Bless their hearts.
1: Well, I'm Kim Crumley.
0: I'm Laura Rankin.
1: And you have the
0: microphone. Oh, I do have the microphone. We're
1: still working on our still sound. One. Yeah. One microphone, and she's a microphone hog. But she did bring me this delightful her drink of champion the McDonald's Diet Dr Pepper drink. So how much do do I owe you for that? <laughs> So uh, this is a special episode. We're going to talk, give us a little rubber meets the road today. So uh, today we're going to talk about how to effectively use your advisory council. So recently, Laura had, uh, well, not recently, but for her first semester meeting, this is a new school, Laura, a new advisory council. And tell us a little bit about that journey and what your advisory council is going to be doing for you to help us see as our listeners out there and how we could more effectively use our advisory council.
0: All right. Well, we wanted to just give a quick 15-minute midweek little shot in the arm from us. Um, And this is just something that we want you to feel like you can walk away from listening to this and put something into place. So this week we're going to be talking about, like Kim said, advisory council. And Kim, I would like to credit you for um, just inspiring me. Um, Before Kim, BK, um, advisory council was something that I checked off my list because it was something that had to be done. And I think if we polled the audience, a lot of people – would say that at one point in their life, they've been there with the advisory council that it is just something that you check off because we're supposed to do it, so I will also say that, in years past i would be it would be like that last day of December, and I was chasing people through the hall saying, "Hey, can you sign this here's my agenda it's horrible It's horrible, but I grew, and so what I want to say is this has been a process over the years, I started small. And um, one thing that I saw you do that made a huge difference was bringing people from the community in to be on your advisory council. And so I started small and brought in one or two people. But this year was, I mean, like I'm still on a high from my advisory council meeting. So I want to know what inspired you to bring people from the community in because we did not go to the same school counseling school and you can hear my heart on that and take that for whatever you want it to mean
1: well um i think uh there was so many things that i wanted to get done for the school and i see the school as a heart of the community anyway i see it as the heart of the community and so why are we not involving alumni and community because uh that like i said i think that is the heart of and and so many people want to do things to help and so when you are choosing and you do need to choose those teachers and those parents uh within the school um but always choose carefully and think about those people who 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 are movers and shakers and doers and so if you just you know I knew from the beginning the things that I wanted to accomplish was it was going to take a whole community to make those things happen. And, and I was just shocked at how much they really wanted to get involved. And so we follow the ASCA. Laura and I both follow that ASCA model for an advisory council, but we don't just start stop there. Uh, we call this our cheerleading squad. So we, we do that, you know, where we're letting them know our goals. We let them know the data. But then we say, this is what we need to move our program forward. And I need your help. And they have never failed to come forward and help. And so that really is the game changer. And we want everybody to grab hold of this. Yes, follow ASCA. Yes, all that meeting stuff that has to be done. But there's so much more that they can be doing for you as the school counselor.
0: So when I say step one is start small, if first semester has passed and you did not get around to having your advisory council, have one now. We're supposed to have two a year. Start now. Start somewhere. Start small. Um, And so, you know, just start planning it. And we have a guide that we will link in the show notes that you can download um, that will help you walk through how to do your advisory council. So the second point that I, I put on our notes here. And we touched on it. Is who are the people in your neighborhood? Oh,
1: who are the people in your neighborhood?
0: I was going to be shout so out, shout out. Shout out Sesame to Sesame Street. Street. This episode is sponsored by Sesame Street.
1: <laughs> um,
0: and so look at who are those people in your community. And I got together with my principal and asked her, "Okay, can you give me a list uh, of? I'm school. I'm yeah. new to this school, so I wanted to include my my principal in this. And, you know, do include your print or consider including your principal. I don't know what your relationship is with your principal, but I could not have put on what I put on without my principal. She was very vital in this. Um, she said, hey, we're going to provide lunch for this group. And that's something that I've always done on my own is just i provided snacks. But when she found out what I was wanting to do, she saw to it that we provided a meal for my advisory council. So you never know. Um but we put together a list of the people in our neighborhood and guess what guys, they wanted to be a part of this. Like they, it's not like, um, like sometimes we feel like we're inconveniencing them by asking them to attend this meeting, but it's the opposite for what I have seen is these people want to be in the school and they want to give back and they want to serve in the school in some way. So uh, don't be afraid to ask. Step number three is what we call humble brag. And you're going to be talking about your program. You're going to be talking about the things that you do through your school counseling program. So my best advice is learn to put your hands together and say, I don't mean to brag and then brag. That's what you've taught me. And I'd like to credit you for that.
1: (laughs) Um,
0: But you're going to be talking about the things that you've done and Aska has a wonderful guide for the things to talk about during your meeting. So talk about the small groups that you're doing or that you'd like to do. Talk about those lessons that you've done. Talk about the number of individual sessions that you've done. Or I showed them the data that we've referenced it before. Ninety-eight point one percent of student visits to come see me are not even related to school. So share data like that.
1: I think that's the part we talked about that, that Aska is is saying we need to do that, and I think. That we do need to do that and, and make it relevant uh, so that, that it's understandable for them. And then I think you're probably going to go into the meat of it Though we've got to get them involved. Mm-hmm. They've got to mean something. They've got to have some ownership, we feel like.
0: Which I think is a great segue to point number four. And this is one of the biggest things that you taught me, which was give them an assignment, something they can work on. In years past, they did your career fair for you. That was one of their major assignments,
1: and they do the knapsack, which is ongoing. Uh, And 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 what happens usually is you get the group, and then your all of your advisory council kind of leans toward like one of my teachers said. I well, a couple of the teachers on it said we really want to work with the um, the the uh, food uh, the food the beds the vegetable beds and so they're called gardens we're doing vegetable (laughs) beds it's called the garden farmer brown (laughs) so anyway uh they felt see that everybody can't just not everybody will be working on the volunteer fair but but they might want to work on the knapsack you know or they might want to be on the food committee you know for when we need upcoming things or we need food or whatever so everybody kind of finds something that they want to do and another thing I want to say is the advisory council is there to, um, to offer advice. That's what it's for. And so you want to listen to their ideas and what they're seeing. And uh, so I'm amazed at the ideas that they come up with or the questions that they have that make me think differently. And I think you kind of have to, you know, to come in cold to a meeting and you're just talking and then the meetings over really was what I never wanted to happen and I think that even and, and you can't really read that in an ask a manual I mean you want to make sure that happens but how do you how do you get to the heart of it how do you get them to feel a part of it and to have ownership from the get-go I you know we we you know we get t-shirt sizes because they're going to get t-shirts you want to build that family that bonding like you guys eating together or having snacks together. So that's why we'll meet more than two times a year. Uh, But they—it's a time saver because they're doing some of the things I can't do. They handled Christmas for me. That's huge because that takes a lot of time for a school counselor to do. So they handled that. They want to help find those people who are workers and want to help, and then they'll find the niche that they want to fall into. Uh, And it—it just—it's just the best thing that I have ever done as far as. Uh, getting more done with with only one of me so if
0: that makes sense yes and to jump on your back and piggyback around this room on that (laughs) um I had one of my advisory council members come up to me after the meeting and she said whatever I can do whatever whatever I can do so I thought okay it's gonna happen we're gonna do this So I was in a situation right there before school got out where, you know, you're pulled in a thousand different directions. And we had a student that needed some, just some attention, some positive attention. And uh, so I checked with my administrators and now that advisory council member is coming in and serving as a mentor. And I won't go into details, but I will tell you that the student that she is mentoring asked her, Will you please come back and see me again after Christmas? I count that as a win. And this is an extension of my program, but yet it's not something that I'm using. Like I was able to be in two places at one time is how I see it because it was an extension of my program. So such a win.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And it's just been amazing to hear the stuff that's going to be going on and how they're going to continue to help you. And that's monetarily, mm-hmm. right? Yes. I mean, that's, uh, the stuff, the resources that you do not have as a school, you are getting them from your community because you ask the right people on your council.
0: We, um, at our school, we do the house system through Ron Clark Academy, if you guys are familiar with that. So at the end of the meeting, we gave everybody that attended the meeting, we let them open an envelope and they had a house. So we gave them a bracelet to wear um, that represents their house. And so I went to one of our restaurants and the restaurant owner was one of the people that I invited to my advisory council meeting. So when I walked in, he didn't even see my face, but he saw that I had on my bracelet. He had on his bracelet. He pointed to my bracelet and pointed to his bracelet. Then he saw that it was me and he was like, oh my goodness. So he pulled me in the back room and starts telling me about all the things that he started thinking about since our advisory council meeting. He has big ideas. I love big ideas. I love brainstorming, just the brainstorming process. Something else that was great that came from that, um, I invited the chief of police to come to my meeting. He asked me after the meeting, he said, could I bring the police force up here and have all of them? Pick a house so that they all have on a bracelet. So that in the event we have to go into a home with a student, wow. we I know. I and
1: mean, how important getting involved in your community is, even if you don't consider it as your advisory council. We say get involved with your community. If you don't want, if you want your advisory council to run like it always has, still. Go to the stores, get to know those people. If there are meals in the community at Senior Citizen Centers, of course, I know right now we're all having to be very careful. Get to know your community. You be that link between the community and the school, and it will make you look like the leader that you are, and it will save time and it will make you more effective, which are our three biggies that we we run, we we funnel everything through these three questions. It makes me look like a superstar, <laughs> and it's not me. Right? They're these wonderful people who are are anxious to help children, just like we are. At the
0: end of my meeting, I had one of the guys that I invited say, "Well, I'd like to do a fireworks show for y'all." And I'm, <laughs> I'm like, "Okay, let's do a fireworks show. This uh, is great."
1: Why not? Why not? And so, uh, uh, you know, and and then the, the what is so exciting about the meeting that we had was. You know, I just sit there and I'm watching the principal and I'm watching the teachers who are part of this, and they're like, wow, this is all at our fingertips. Yes, it is all at our fingertips. So use it. And uh, I promise you, you will be the winner uh, in that situation. So, little, very good. Little, yeah, start small, but do it.
0: And one more thing I brought students in to talk about what we're doing. Yeah. Um, so they gave the student perspective, and that was really an added touch that I've never done before but it was from their perspective and really my advisory council members had more questions for the students than they did for me which
1: students being a part of this is so important the only thing that we will caution you about is to make sure and, and but listen at the end of the day the school counseling program is part of the school and our job is to move that school forward but just remember, this is your baby. This is for your school counseling program. These are your cheerleaders. But the great thing about it is is everybody wins. The school wins.
0: So, I'd say this was a report from the trenches, wouldn't you say? Okay. because we are in this with you, and this is this is just a success story from us doing our advisory council meeting this year. So we may have another report second semester. Uh, Kim, you have your advisory council members meeting like all year. You don't just do the two. So, you know, just different perspectives. Yeah, but
1: those projects, those that are doing the projects, the long or the short term projects that we always put in place for the year, they will work on those to get those ready. And the great thing about those is it's not really a the part where I'm sharing data or whatever it's just them getting yeah. those jobs that we want need that I need done the school needs done and they're going to take care of those all during the year some of those meetings I'm able to attend and some I'm not able to attend but it's great to show show the love through uh, like I said t-shirts food snacks whatever giving shout outs and thanks to those people because they will work for you
0: so connect with us on our Facebook group or on Instagram and we want to know what's worked for you because we may try that during one of our meetings because hey we'll Absolutely. steal your ideas
1: Absolutely.
0: but um so connect with us on social media or you can join our email group and you can always email us through that um and share your ideas but we'd love to know what you're doing that's really successful mm-hmm. so this has just been a quick 15 minute check-in It may be 30 minutes. I don't know. Time flies when I'm with you. That's all I can say.